1150 Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. An exhausted Senate has narrowly approved a $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief bill. Uh, no, Senator Bush has changed the vote. If not, the yeas are 50, the days are 49. The bill, as amended, is passed. And the vote of major victory, of course, for President Obama and the Democrats. Republicans, meanwhile, complain much of that $1.9 trillion is going for Democrat priorities that existed long before and are unrelated to the COVID-19 pandemic. More states are lifting their restrictions. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says it's time. The numbers are going in all the right direction. And so the the state of Texas is uh, not only a completely different situation, we are in a situation where it is safe to open up 100%. That is Texas Governor Greg Abbott. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager tries to understand the never-Trumpers. President Trump accomplished more than any president of my lifetime. Why is that not important to Republicans who hate his guts? I'll tell you why. What they're saying is my own revulsion at Donald Trump's behavior is more important than the welfare of the country. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Mitch Berg is coming up next year on AM 1280. The Patriot, thank you so much for joining us here on a beautiful Saturday just after 1 o'clock. Join us two weeks from now for a very special broadcast. It's a four-hour Super Narn broadcast presented by Great Garage Door. We are celebrating 20 years here at the Patriot, 20 years on air, and we've got this very special broadcast coming up two weeks from today. It's our four-hour Super Narn special, and Mitch Berg is going to tell you about it. It's presented by Great Garage Door. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that for 17 years has been making, no, has made talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. I, I mentioned that, didn't I? Yes, today, it's, it's popped up a time or two. It'll pop up again. Today, I think for the maybe the second time in the last 17 years, is the actual direct anniversary of our first broadcast, March 6th, 2014. I oh, know, 2004. Holy cow. I got the wrong decade. It feels like it may as well have been 2014 because the 17 years of this broadcast have gone so very, very fast. Unbelievably so. It's, it's hard to even... First of all, my entire first radio career, from age 15 to somewhere in my late 20s, it was 13, 13 and a half years, and I wasn't in it the whole time. I mean, bouncing between eight stations in 13 years, I had some downtime in my career uh, back there, quite, quite a bit of it at times, uh, to my chagrin. There has been no time, downtime in the last 17 years. Granted, I have not made Rush Limbaugh-style money, or even, for that matter, uh, Tom Bernard-style money, uh, which is good because... I do it for the love of the game, as it were, which, like Brad and, and King uh, and 
the whole narn over the history of the 17-year-long saga that has been the Northern Alliance Radio Network, people who do it for the love of the game just plain do it better, which is why, after 17 years, we, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, dominate uh, the Twin Cities media of all types. 651-289-4488 is the number to call uh, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, don't forget, uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, we're going to have, uh, the announcement just went out this past week. The, uh, we're going to have a super Narn, four hours long. The longest Narn in history. That, that's right. The longest Narn in history that didn't involve a long contested election. And perhaps longer than some of those uh, coming up two weeks from today. And we're going to be getting together uh, as part of the station's 20th anniversary celebration going on this year as well. We're going to be getting together with just about everyone that ever wore the Narn Raid jacket. There is no such thing as a Narn Raid jacket. Oh, that was my original idea for some promotional swag. Get some of those police raid jackets and put N-A-R-N in big capital letters on the back. Never happened. Maybe it has to. Just say, some ideas never die. So, uh, one of my ideas that, that did unfortunately die, the 10th anniversary party, uh, which was still on the agenda up until last summer when Keegan's Irish Pub spun in, thanks to Governor Clink and his lockdown. But who knows? Everything that is old is new again, and we'll talk about all of it two weeks from today. Well, more on that coming up here. More on as And we're... By the way, getting together with a lot of old friends in this show, on air and off. It's going to be so much. I'm looking forward to this like you would not believe. You should be as well. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. So, uh, not all the news is good. Minneapolis, uh, we, we talked about it last week. Minneapolis is starting to dig in again uh, for what appears certain to be uh, a metaphorical and and fiscal, at least bloodletting, if not a literal one, uh, city is going through its crisis preparedness checklist. Now, on the good side, uh, Governor Klink has gotten the National Guard up and going on things bright and early this time around, as opposed to waiting till uh, three or four or five days into the crisis to start thinking maybe it's time to, to bring out the Guard. Uh, and apparently, by the way, if you are a Minnesota Guardsman, suddenly you are not regarded as a 19-year-old cook and baker. This time around, your skills, your training, your service to this state are being acknowledged, appreciated, and most importantly, put into use up front. It's all to the good. Let's look at some of the other symptoms, I say symptoms, of the state's response to, well, let's just say pre-spons, to the possible consequences of the Derek Chauvin trial, which, by the way, uh, starts on Monday. Jury selection, I should say, starts on Monday. The protests will be starting, peaceful and who knows, maybe otherwise, will be starting uh, Monday. In fact, I wouldn't doubt that the protests are starting earlier, and we'll see what happens with those. Uh, I say peaceful protests because there is Plenty to protest in Minneapolis, no matter which side of the issue you are, are on. And in fact, I want to talk about that next hour, maybe later this hour. We'll see how things stack up. But uh, we're, we're going to talk about a, a subject that, that is hand in glove with the Chauvin trial. And that is the subject uh, that is referred to uh, by the left and its narrative as systemic racism. 
Boy, I know how to make an audience comfortable, don't I? And actually, I, I, I intend for everyone to be uncomfortable because this is a subject I suspect I'm going to cheese off people on both sides, the left and the right. Mostly the left. That's why we're here. And, and honestly, it's why I have been a conservative for, this, for as long as I have, going on 40 years here uh, later on in this decade. And because the left is wrong about most things. And, and we'll, we'll get to that. But uh, we'll be talking about that in the second hour and maybe part of the first hour because there's so much to get to today. I don't, it's, it's, it's crazy. But, and, and that's the way we like it. No shortage of news. No shortage of stuff to talk about. And by the way, we welcome your comments on uh, at, on our hashtag NARN show on Twitter. That's uh, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network hashtag NARN show. Uh, we're also out on Gab, which is the big less censorship prone competition to Twitter, and which will eventually be our short uh, segment social media home at some point when it gains a critical mass of followers. I am Mitch P. Berg on Gab, G-A-B dot com. I urge you to check it out that more conservatives are going there all the time, especially as they find themselves being uh, <laughs> shut down on Twitter. Uh, and by the way, I'm also on MeWe, which is the less fascist version of Facebook. Uh, M-E-W-E dot com. I'm, again, Mitch P. Berg on, uh, uh, or you can just look for Mitchell Berg on MeWe dot com. Uh, everything is under the hashtag Narn Show on all platforms, by the way. We're also live streaming at uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Whoa, that's a lot of introductions. Anyway, talking about the city of Minneapolis, again, heading towards whatever is coming up this uh, this coming few months. Now, the jury selection starts on Monday, and that is just the prelim. That's that's the pregame show, the, 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 the opening act, if you will. Uh, they're estimating that the trial itself, the courtroom phase of the trial, likely is going to take a couple of weeks to get to because, boy, finding a jury is going to be one of those things that, that, that lawyers earn the big bucks for. Finding uh, an impartial jury after this past year in the Twin Cities, some lawyers, well, virtually all lawyers are going to be earning their pay. <laughs> that's that's one of the things that makes a criminal trial among between competent lawyers and Keith Ellison such a challenge. At any rate, uh, some of the other things that have happened this past week, though, uh, and I've, I've, I've just in watching the city's pre uh, preparations happening is... After nearly a year of members of the Minneapolis City Council, including Council President Lisa Bender, uh, referring to public safety as, and I quote, a privilege, the city of Minneapolis seems to be putting up an awful lot of privilege around itself. The perimeters around various Minneapolis City installations, the City Hall, the courthouse, the various police precincts that haven't been burned down in the past year, <clears throat> remind one of Berlin in the 1970s or the inter-German border in the 1980s. Everything but landmines and tanks on the other side is there. So 
if public safety is, as Lisa Bender said, it has many words, a privilege. And she did, by the way, in referring to uh, people complaining about slow response times to an avalanche of domestic burglary last year. She said the notion that you should be able to call the police and expect their response and expect law and order is a privilege. To which I respond, yes, yes, it is. It's a privilege we, the taxpayer, people of all races, creeds, colors, origins, preferences, genders, earn by paying our taxes to get public safety and public order, the enforcement of which is local government's only unambiguously legitimate job other than building roads. Anyway, so, yes, Minneapolis is building a lot of privilege around itself and, and by the way, paying for a lot of, of human privilege in the form of private security. Uh, as the members of the city council realize, oh, yeah, being stalked, scary. Number two, they're continuing to not only prove that public safety is a privilege in Minneapolis, but continue contributing financially to keep it that way. Uh, yes. So, so yes, they are, they're continuing to, uh, go with business as usual for politics in the city of Minneapolis. Uh, the, the privilege, by the way, that, that, that they are paying to undercut is the idea of criminal justice. That's right. The rapist that was bailed out by the Minnesota Freedom Fund, the fund set up to bail out miscreants during and after the riots last year, supported by Vice President Kamala Harris, has bailed that accused rapist out of jail yet again. Oh, uh, by the way, the preparations for uh, the, the rioting continued this past week as city of Minneapolis continues uh, to to <laughs> continues to declare that that uh, that that law and order is, is is a privilege that you have no right to ask for. By the way, what what else they're doing is transferring more wealth, preparation number four, trans, transferring more of the taxpayers' wealth to the members of the political class, or at least adjunct members of the political class, or at least they tried to. The story came out last year. Ed uh, covered it uh, on hotair.com over the past week. Minneapolis tried to hire influencers to spin the George Floyd homicide trial on social media. Now, the outcry was overwhelming on both sides, but the fact that they tried to spend thousands of taxpayer dollars to spin the news to the gullible should tell you something about the city of Minneapolis's priorities. Go nowhere. Oh, we're just started. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com.
If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-500-5588. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-500-5588. 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Now's the time to start thinking about your spring home improvement projects. Sandow Construction can help. Drafty windows? Provia windows will save on energy costs. Sandow Construction is celebrating 30 years with a special offer. No interest on your project if paid in full within 18 months. Minimum $5,000 purchase. Visit SandowInc.com for details. That's S-A-N-D-A-U-Inc.com. Call 888-534-6898 for details about credit costs and terms. For new accounts, the APR for purchase is 28.99% subject to credit approval. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-14. No, 289-4488. That's what I'm talking about here. That literally went back to my first ever radio station where they almost gave out that first phone number from years ago. Uh, that shows you how long it can uh, stay in your long-term memory. Hey, don't forget, former, believe me, you won't be able to forget it, former officer uh, Derek Chauvin is on trial starting Monday for second-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter in the death of George Floyd. Uh, the other three officers, by the way, uh, going up to trial in August. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. Anyway, in this time of immense uncertainty, we here at AM12, Ailey the Patriot, and the rest of the Salem uh, crew here, will be a source of reliable updates so you and your family will be safe and informed. We hope that you'll join us daily in praying for peace, justice, God's guidance, 
Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Parlor, Twitter, Gab, MeWe, the whole social media universe for breaking news from the courthouse and the latest surrounding the trial. Also, keep a close ear on air for any live press conferences and statements from local leadership and law enforcement. At a time when it's harder than ever to trust big media and its uh, narrative-driven uh, approach to, well, everything, uh, you could trust us here at AM12A The Patriot because guess what? We live here. <laughs> we live here, and we have actual skin in the game. Uh, believe me, when you're talking about St. Paul, I am right there. Anyway, talking about Minneapolis digging in, and by digging in, I mean digging in to protect itself so far. Uh, the, the top eight signs that you can see Minneapolis uh, giving in is uh, they've— they are spending a lot of time and money showing that public safety is not only a privilege, but in fact, uh, it, it, it's an opportunity. It's a crisis not to be wasted, in the words of Rahm Emanuel. Oh, one of its other things that it's working on, by the way, is, is focusing on a lot of irrelevancies, tying them into to, to this, to the, the crisis facing the city right now. This past week, Hennepin County rolled out hundreds of new strategies aimed at driving down greenhouse gas emissions across Hennepin County. I've got a strategy for you that's not included in any of those hundreds of strategies, by the way. Don't let the city burn down. Don't let the poor immigrant sections of the city get torched back to the 1890s. That would be a great place to cut down on greenhouse gas emissions. What the heck? Maybe, maybe they're just trying to get carbon credits for all the smoke the city expects to see generate. We'll, we'll find out. What else can we talk about? Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to ponder, turn, uh, number six, ter, uh, ponder turning downtown into a social justice park and a business-free zone. Oh, because uh, downtown Minneapolis, by the way, which is home to hundreds, maybe thousands of small businesses and a number of really big ones like Target's corporate headquarters, like U.S. Bank's corporate headquarters, like a huge non-headquarters, but nonetheless huge Wells Fargo office between them employing something like 20,000 people that used to be down in the Skyway. I was one of them. I worked for one of those three organizations a couple of years back. Uh, and I spent a lot of time and money wandering around the habit trails that make up the Skyway. Uh, story came out this past week. Downtown Minneapolis businesses are taking yet another blow as Target delays workers return to headquarters. You may recall the downtown Target got ransacked. Uh, during one of the rounds, the countless rounds of rioting last year. And between the whole COVID situation, the lockdown situation, and the public safety situation as it seems to be developing, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're finding discretion is the better part of presence in downtown. What else? Oh, number seven. Uh, the number seven preparation that the city of Minneapolis and Hennepin County and the state of Minnesota are making in downtown Minneapolis as we get ready for the trial, uh, really the jury selection to start on Monday. Number seven, continuing to let Keith Ellison try and fail to pretend that he's a prosecutor rather than basically the anti-free market version of a personal injury attorney uh, with an elective office behind him. Uh, the prosecution went back to court this past week to try and add charges in George Floyd's death, uh, basically uh, going to the Court of Appeals. And the Court of Appeals 
uh, did send the question back down to the lower court to, and I quote, reconsider uh, adding third-degree murder as a lesser-included charge to uh, Derek Chauvin's uh, charges. That will give the city... Uh, the state, really, because Keith Ellison took over the uh, the prosecution last summer, uh, given the option of reducing the charges or perhaps uh, either abandoning the second degree unintentional homicide charge with which Javin is currently charged, which, as we've discussed in this broadcast in the past, they're going to have a very hard time proving in any way, much less beyond a reasonable doubt, unless they get a completely flaky jury. Again, I'm no attorney, but attorneys I know say <laughs> what you're hearing now in all of these cases that lead up to the trial are the sound of a prosecution that desperately needs a little tune-up, some oil, a jump start, maybe an EK, uh, a, a defibrillator. We, we talked about second-degree unintentional homicide is basically uh, saying you, you, you committed a homicide while committing another felony, which means you have to show that Officer Chauvin was committing a felony when he killed George Floyd. Now, leaving aside the fact that there is very reasonable doubt that the knee on the neck killed George Floyd in and of itself because he died of a cardiac arrest, on Portland Avenue sometime after the episode in front of Cup Foods on 38th in Chicago. He died uh, of a various various accounts. Some say it was an overdose of fentanyl. No, it likely wasn't. It was, it was uh, one contact of mine in the Hennepin County first responder community said it was, it was a cardiac arrest that results from excited delirium which is a side effect of drug abuse, among other things, uh, among many other things. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's something that happens when the lungs stop transferring air properly to the, to the blood, which is what lungs do, causing the blood to go acidotic, which means that the heart no longer functions and it goes into cardiac arrest because it's not getting any oxygen because the blood isn't getting oxygen pumped in from the lungs, which is a function of excited delirium, which is a side effect of excessive excitement combined with drugs. Now, all of this goes to show that, that trying to show that Derek Chauvin was committing a felony in its own right, the equivalent of an armed robbery or a first-degree assault, uh, that led, in and of itself, unintentionally to Derek Shaw, uh, to George Floyd's death. It's going to be a tall order for any any prosecutor to pull off, and that's a good prosecutor. Keith Ellison is not a good prosecutor. He's never prosecuted a case, to the best of anyone's knowledge. By the way, someone asked, uh, called in uh, offline, asked why did Ellison hire a couple of white prosecutors for the Chauvin trial? No idea. Uh, honestly, my guess is that uh, the those were the prosecutors that were available to him uh, that would take the case. I, I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about uh, about criminal prosecutors retained by the state uh, attorney general's office. I couldn't tell you. The optics are a little weird. You're right. Should, 
this will tie in with our subject next hour here, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, no idea. Excellent question, Dean from the West Metro. Uh, so so that's uh, coming up. But Keith Ellison trying to continue to look like a, a prosecutor and finding out, one suspects, that it's a lot harder than playing a role on, on uh, Law & Order Special Victims Unit. Finally... The, the final preparation, really, that Minneapolis and Minneapolitans need to start making is, I don't know, reading up on life in Grozny or, or Baghdad or Beirut or maybe Detroit if we're feeling very, very lucky. The countdown is, is almost down to zero here, although the, the beef of the trial doesn't start for a couple of weeks here yet. Uh, anyway, the, the preparations are well underway, and one of the things I noticed, and I mentioned this earlier, but I, I will point this out because I think it's rather significant. During the first round of rioting last May, Memorial Day week, uh, the week following Memorial Day, the rioting didn't focus initially on government installations like the police, uh, uh, the third precinct, for example, uh, the, the, pre- the police uh, precinct that was actually dedicated when I was living just down the street, uh, the, the third precinct located at Miniha and Lake Street, which was in many ways that that area around Miniha and Lake Hiawatha and Lake uh, east of Cedar on Lake for at least the first couple nights, the uh, the epicenter of the rioting to start with, and then on the third and fourth nights it progressed westward all the way to Nicollet, burning down a, a post office. There was not much effort at that point to protect much of anything. Certainly, uh, c- civilian businesses were not protected in the least. I mean, you look at the list just of restaurants that went out of business over the last year, partly to COVID. Uh, there's a long list of hundreds long, and, and the number of them that list being burned out on Memorial Day week is long and depressing and focused heavily on East Lake Street, but also in my neighborhood, University Avenue. So what is government doing? Well, they're digging in to protect themselves. Minneapolis City Hall uh, paying a lot of money, uh, over $600,000, just in fencing and razor wire to, for, to fortify a building where most of the city council, again, believes expecting public safety is a privilege. They are building a fortress around themselves. The rest of you, smoke them if you got them. You're on your own. 651-289-4488. We'll be right back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities a full head of hair they can do the same for you their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business if you have hair loss don't put this off another day contact i need at their office in egan for your free consultation experience you can trust prices you can afford today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at i need 
Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, RackShackToGo.com or RackShackDelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup or RackShackDelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. So, hey, don't forget, you can get on board with Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, on an extraordinarily 10-day adventure through Israel, the Stand With Israel Tour, October 27th through November 5th. Going to all the places that matter. Dennis Prager, by the way, has been to Israel over 20 times. With some people, that would be a rut. Not with Dennis Prager. Dennis doesn't do ruts. By the way, Dennis was in town this past week for a couple days. You can tell because it smells like whiskey and cigars and like the fireplace. And the studio was running all week for one of his fireside chats. So go to Israel. Stay with Israel. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. And we well, no, we'll, we'll fly to Israel together okay it'll be a peaceful protest though (laughs) 651-289-4488 join us if you are so inclined and i hope you are because it's a welcoming place it's a safe place if you're a conservative and believe me there are fewer and fewer of those all the time or so you might think if you follow the narrative Uh, it's it's worth pointing out that one of the reasons you are seeing as we get ready for what promises to be potentially weeks or months, worst case, a Portland, Oregon style orgy of rioting. There's no there are no accidents in the world of narrative. I mean, any accident that happens is is harnessed and turned to the the use of the narrative. For example, covid. Uh, There's conspiracy theories out there that may or may not have any validity to them about whether you know the source of the pandemic whether it was 
uh, from a Chinese market, whether it was from Chinese biological warfare research uh, gone terribly wrong. Uh, doesn't matter as far as that goes, because the fact is the crisis, wherever it came from, has played into Big Left's hands. One of the other things that's played into Big Left's hands is the idea and that, that there is, and this has been going around for, for 13 years now, started at the beginning of the Obama administration, this, let's just say, governmental urban legend that there is a wave of white supremacist, neo-Nazi, right-wing violence that's going to be breaking out any day now. And that it's, I've heard some pundits on the left say it will be bigger than 9-11. And you're going to hear a lot of that because Berg's seventh law sets it up pretty well. The uh, big left needs to detract attention away from itself, deflect, I should say, attention away from itself. Berg's seventh law is whenever a progressive accuses a conservative of some sort of depravity, some sort of hypocrisy, some sort of disrespect for freedom, for, 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 for other people's rights. They are doing it to cover up for their own equal to worse, almost always much worse activities. And that's what we're seeing here. Uh, when Madaria Arredondo, the chief of the Minneapolis Police Department, the other day discussed at a news conference the precautions that the city of Minneapolis and Hennepin County are taking with government institutions. What did they refer to? What did Chief Arredondo refer to? I thought this was absolutely a signal moment, a moment that kind of explains really kind of the the, the way the messaging is going to be handled <laughs> without the aid of the influencers that they were finally unable to hire. Still, this is how it's going to be approached. What riot... What civic disturbance did Chief Arredondo mention as the predicate for fortifying the city's installations, the courthouse, city hall, the police stations, uh, city office buildings? What, what was the predicate? The five days of rioting last year carried out almost entirely by people with either no political interest whatsoever or people from the far 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 left from quote anti end quote fa no january 6th which let's ignore conspiracy theories that are out there about about it being provoked by people on the left although there is has been evidence presented that uh, that that folks on the left were involved in provoking the riot. Let's leave that out. Let's assume that the January 6th riot at the Capitol was an organic activity carried, provoked and carried out by people on the right or people who are conservative populists and, and Donald Trump supporters who got carried away with a little bit of zeal to keep their candidate in office. Let's just assume that that's the, the case. Let's assume that's a fact. It was a one-off event that was cleared away within an hour, two hours. 
led to, by the way, uh, and by the way, they, and, and they can't let it go, by the way, supposedly this past Thursday, March 4th, supposedly uh, the, the far right was gathering in, in Washington, D.C. To, uh, to witness the second swearing in of Donald Trump when he would finally be returned to office through who knows what? Uh, the story made no sense. And yet they used it, the left, big left, a, the Biden administration and its enablers, used that as a justification to ratchet up the fortifications in Washington to keep it under a state of emergency. And in using January 6th as a predicate for fortifying the city of Minneapolis, at least its government, the city of Minneapolis is not wasting the crisis and participating in the slander of everyone on the right of center, by the way, most of whom, myself included, are universal in excoriating the attack on the American electoral process on January 6th of this past uh, two months ago, two months ago today. Not good enough, of course. Uh, that's, it's a crisis not to be wasted, and they will not waste it. That's a, there's a reason that Chief Arredondo cited that riot and not the five days of constant rioting on his watch from, well, they kept trying to deflect it over to the right, referring to, to white supremacists. And when asked for evidence, we are, we are shown Umbrella Man, the supposed white supremacist motorcycle gang member who disappeared from the headlines in July after about a week of being suspect number one, and then, poof, vanishing as if he'd never been there. Or, uh, we're, we are told, and by the way, do ask this of your friends uh, around the, the rhetorical water cooler, or maybe a real one if you're actually in an office, uh, when they say, well, there are people arrested from greater Minnesota. What, everyone from greater Minnesota is a white supremacist? That's an interesting conclusion. I mean, you look at the booking shots. They don't look like any rural Minnesota redneck that I grew up around. They tend to look like the kids from Staples or Motley or Bemidji who gravitate towards the far left when they're in college. Again, looks can be deceiving. You can't judge a book by its cover. But the idea that 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 big right that a that a right wing white supremacist conspiracy was really pulling the levers behind the rioting last year is Berg's seventh law on steroids. They are actively trying to turn the rioting into a slander against the far right. Well, no, against all conservatives, because part and parcel of the line, and we'll be talking about this next hour, is if you're not with us entirely, you're against us entirely. And so, therefore, if you are not entirely on the side of the, quote, peaceful protesters, end quote, and all that they stand for, then you're entirely against them. And you may as well have been, A, the person who through the first Molotov cocktail, and you may as well have been kneeling on George Floyd's neck yourself. Driving people to the extreme is what extremists and their threats and their violence are there for. They want to make the center, the middle, the reasonable point of view 
untenable. They want to make it impossible not to be one of them and keep your social standing, your career, your property. They want to make that impossible. So, all being said, the city of Minneapolis, where, again, taxpayers are paying a ton of money to fortify a building inside which a city council is dominated by people who believe the expectation of public safety is a privilege, a privilege that they get because we're paying $4,000 a day uh, to keep them secure from, well, their people. Now, what about the small business people of Minneapolis, though? If you're a bureaucrat who's not working from home, like, say, you have to be downtown for a trial, you're covered to the best of the cities and states and counties' abilities. If you're a small business person or a resident, what's the city of Minneapolis doing for you? Is the city fortifying your strip mall? Are they, is the city fortifying your street? Is, is, are they going to have riot cops out on your street? In front of your business, if you're a small business person? We get a hint here. I'm quoting from the Star Tribune here. Uh, in addition, Sasha Cotton, the director of Minneapolis's Office for Violence Prevention, said her department is working with the city's Neighborhood and Community Relations Department on a preparedness toolkit. What does this toolkit include, by the way? Tear gas, barbed wire, caltrops, spike strips, rubber bullets? No, 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 no. This preparedness Toolkit includes safety tips and best practices, among other information, to help neighborhoods and residents. Yep. A preparedness toolkit with tips and best practices. In other words, folks, smoke them if you got them. You're on your own. But again, government has its priorities. Let's uh, go to the phones. Line one, Mark in St. Louis Park. You are live and direct on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go right ahead. Mitch, uh, thanks for another great show. I have a, a question, and I don't know the answer to it. You might know. Did, have they, did they ever catch the, or find out who the uh, this uh, umbrella man, this white guy who was supposedly the Corn Star Tribune on the front page? You know, I went looking responsible for responsible for fanning the, fanning the flames, no pun intended. <laughs> this was, he was the nexus. He was, he was ground zero for the entire burning down in Minneapolis. He burned page, down hundreds of businesses single-handedly. Thank you for your call, Mark. I went looking for that because I had a, a chirpy young progressive ask me, uh, not ask me, tell me. That yes, in fact, Umbrella Man was proof that uh, all the burning started with one single white supremacist with an umbrella and a Molotov cocktail, using a Star Tribune story from last July. No, no arrest was ever made. He disappeared from the news. He disappeared from the narrative to be replaced by kids from Staples coming down and pa- paving an entire city with graffiti. Not one bit of which included a swastika or a 14 words reference. Weird. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, We were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app.
Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Hablo. It's hablo? Yes. It's hablo. <laughs> when you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real-life situations. The app is so easy to use, and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually need. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Receive a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an exogen temporal scanner purchased at any retailer. With COVID continuing to spread, nothing matters more than having an accurate thermometer that's backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies, like the exogen temporal scanner. Even after getting the COVID vaccine, you should be monitoring for fever to make sure you are protected. Keep your family and yourself safe by trading up your non-contact thermometer for an accurate temporal scanner and a $5 rebate from exogen, where accuracy matters. Details at exogen.com. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help the station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, 2021 marks our 20th year on the air here at AM 12A, The Patriot. We're celebrating all year long with a variety of on-air features, familiar voices, including some from this very broadcast, past and present, maybe even some cool events coming up here. We maybe even start talking some, dare I say, in-person events. We, we shall see. Anyway, don't want to spoil the surprise, except, of course, for two weeks from today, no longer a surprise. We're going to be doing the uh, Narn Mega Show uh, two weeks from today, uh, bringing back. Well, we'll talk about that next hour here. Uh, we're going to keep in touch, by the way. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, and the Northern Alliance. You can find also on MeWe and Gab. Either way, thank you all for 20 great years on the air, and we are so stoked for 20 more. It's hard to fit it all in, but we will because we've got two extra hours coming up in two weeks. We'll talk about how stoked we are for exactly that. Anyway, uh, so 
the city of Minneapolis digging in, fortifying itself, erecting the walls around itself to keep uh, the, the, the mob at bay, which, if you remember, I don't know if you remember the book or heaven help you, the movie. Great book, terrible movie, Bonfire of the Vanities, Tom Wolfe's, uh, one of his last big novels. It was a terrible movie. I mean, one of the one of the worst movies Tom Hanks ever made. Uh, Bruce, oh, Bruce Willis. Gosh, that's right. That's why. Oh, they are. Oh, that's right. That's right. And and Elizabeth, I think it may have been the movie that scuppered Elizabeth Perkins's career. I mean, she was doing so well, and then uh, and then Bonfire of the Vanities came out, and now she's like a C-list character actress. I don't know what, what's happened to her. Anyway, she was she was uh, she was very much uh, riding high there up until that movie came out. Anyway, read the book. The book is essential. One of the great books of the late '80s. One of the great books that described New York City in the late '80s. A place that has, by the way, then and now, some telling and, I don't know, chillingly scary parallels with Minneapolis today. Uh, A city that at the time was controlled without a break by the far left uh, of the day. I mean, in in the context of the day, David Dinkins and John Lindsay and the likes were, were fairly moderate by today's standards. But by the standards of the day, they were the far left. And it showed. And the city of New York descended in the from the mid uh, late sixties, early seventies, into well up until Rudy Giuliani was elected mayor, uh, the, the city of New York turned into a hellhole. I mean, at one point, I think the bottom when things bottomed out. There were two thousand murders a year in New York City when it was one of the most dangerous cities in the country, and then Giuliani came in, brought in law and order, aka <clears throat> privilege. And made it into one of the safest big cities. I mean, a a city with a murder rate roughly the equivalent of St. Paul, which has always been a safer city than Minneapolis and may still be, although it's certainly been uh, taking a run for its money this last year here. At any rate, the one of the the scenes in both the book and honestly, one of the better scenes in that entire misbegotten movie was a scene where the, the cops who were prosecuting the the, the death of a young African-American uh, boy uh, who was struck by a car, a hit-and-run driver, run, uh, a hit-and-run car driven by, well, Tom Hanks, as I recall. Not Bruce Willis, Tom Hanks. And uh, the, the city turned itself inside out looking for the killer, who turned out to be a, a wealthy bond trader and pretty much one of the beneficiaries in, in New York, one of the haves, one of the 1%. Then, as now... A class, by the way, it's even more cemented in place at the top of the hierarchy today than they were back then. At any rate, there was a scene where the police, in looking for the killer, the driver of the car that killed the young lad, uh, talk with a minister in Manhattan, in Harlem, who was very much a, a, a parallel, a, a model after a tribute, if you will, an acid-tongued tribute to the likes of Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton or some of that, that, that like, the, the sort of the grifter crowd. And the grifter pointed out that what he's really in charge of is is not so much anything so much as controlling steam. He's the metaphor of steam. You generate steam, and if you can find that steam, it becomes an explosive force, as it does, by the way. If steam doesn't have a route to escape, it will blow things up because high-pressure steam is one of the most powerful forces that mankind has harnessed before splitting the atom naturally. And controlling the steam, 
he points out, is expensive. But it's also necessary. And what concerns me about Minneapolis's preparations this past week is that that is directing the steam away from itself. And steam always finds the place that can resist it the least in finding a place to blow through, leak out, and escape. And where is that? Well, if City Hall, the county courthouse, Hennepin County Government Center, all the police precincts, all the other major government buildings are protected by double layers of Jersey barricades topped with chain-link razor wire and with rolls of concertina wire in between the Jersey barriers. Where is all of those shena- where are all those shenanigan prone crowds going to go to carry out their <clears throat> peaceful protests? Or let's be honest, where are the miscreants that follow the peaceful protests around and wait for dark to get less peaceful? Where are they going to be carrying out their depredations? Are they going to try and climb the razor wire? Oh, there may be some theatrical uh, presentations made on and about all that wire. But no, they're going to go where the poor, the immigrants, the down and out, the hard scrabble, the scrappy, the gritty are trying to build their way up so as to put them in their place like they did last year. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Let's talk about systemic racism when we come back. Oh, yeah. What a better thing to do on a gorgeous Saturday. Yes, it is. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. 
It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Mill Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota. Has your water heater decided to create one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes in your basement? Have a burst pipe? Dripping faucet? Is your water not soft anymore? Champion Plumbing is a call away. Champion will be there fast in your time of need. They service the entire metro area, and they're taking all the necessary precautions to keep you and your household safe. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done, and that's Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. When you call, make sure you tell them the Patriots sent you. Celebrating two decades on air, this is AM. 